Hello, welcome to pleasingtothepotter.com. This is your host, Horace Wims Jr. Hope you all are doing well this Monday. Sorry I'm a little bit late getting on today with this episode. However, I spent most of the day at the doctor dealing with that uh, painful uh, health issue that I mentioned last week. Um, dealing with a hole in my side right now, so it's quite painful on medication, but I'm going to get through this. I wanted to hop on today and talk with you all about God's unconditional love. I have seven remarkable verses from Scripture about His unconditional love. You know, do we really understand what unconditional love means? This past week was Valentine's Day. Notice I didn't say we celebrated it or observed it as I've gotten older. I realized this is not much of a holiday for myself. <laughs> when I was truly in love, I did, not, I did not need a special day to tell my fiance exactly how I felt. I wanted her to feel special every day. This so-called holiday has taken me through a variety of emotions over my lifetime. I bet you can imagine or can you relate to that? When I was a child, I remember my mother helping me cut out Mickey Mouse Valentine's Day cards for the girls in my class or maybe for one of my favorite teachers. As a teenager, I don't really recall doing anything special for my girlfriend in high school. However, when I was a young adult and in love for the first time, every day was magical. Furthermore, Valentine's Day was another opportunity for us to do something special together. Despite our limited budget, we would find ways to make each moment together special. Years later, after our engagement ended, there were several unfulfilling relationships where I went through the motions on Valentine's Day. However, I knew in my heart there was no long-term future. It was something I chose to do as a gentleman. I've lived through ups and downs of several fractured relationships. However, I had forgotten about the one who has always loved me with the unconditional love. Maybe you've heard of him. I met him at the age of five. I even asked him to come and live within my heart. His name is Jesus. He loves me so much that he was willing to die for my sins. I know many of you have heard this scripture, but I love reciting it. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to judge the world, but that the world through him might be saved. That's John 3:16 and 17. And here's another verse that is evidence of God's unconditional love. But God demonstrates his own love toward us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That's found in Romans 5, 8. My friend, God not only loves me with unconditional love, but he also loves you as well. God desires to have a personal relationship, intimate personal relationship with us. So he sent his only son as a sacrifice for our sins. He has given us the opportunity to accept his gift of love and become an essential part of his family. We, do, we have done nothing to, to deserve his love, and that, that's what makes us so unique. I thank God every day for his grace and mercy, and I also thank him for his patience. For decades after asking Christ into my heart, I took advantage of his grace, and I did nothing to foster and grow our relationship. In the same way as I behaved in my human relationships, I went through the motions because that was expected. But I did not seek to let God know every day just how much I loved Him. 
It is only because of His amazing grace that I am here today talking with you about how much I love my Lord and Savior. Listen to this verse in Ephesians. But God, being rich in mercy because of His great love with which He loved us, even when we were dead in our transgressions, made us alive together with Christ. By grace you have been saved and raised up with Him in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. That's Ephesians 2, verses 4 through 6. For this reason, because of the love that Christ has shown us, it should affect how we live daily. Living with humility, willing to do God's will obediently, and showing a Christ-like love to all who we come in contact with each day. This is how a Christian should live. For me, this has become my goal. That is why I chose Colossians 1.10 as my mission statement, not only on my website, but for my life. This verse covers all the base bases regarding Christian living to the fullest. Listen to this. So that you walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, to please Him in all respects, bearing fruit in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. That's Colossians 1.10. And here's a couple of verses afterwards. Strengthen with all power, according to His glorious might, for the attaining of all steadfastness and patience, joyously giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. I love that passage of scripture. Here's one more verse in Galatians that I love as well. I have been crucified with Christ, and it is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. In the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself up for me. That's Galatians 2.20. So you see, friend, God's love is unconditional, meaning he loves you and me completely, utterly, and thoroughly. There are no ifs, ands, or buts about it. He does not care about our past, but he has a definite and unique plan for our future. No matter what our situation, friend, God loves you. He wants what is best for you. It may not seem that way all the time, but I want you to know that it is true. If you are a child of the King of Kings and you know him as your Savior, God wants what is the best. What is the best? And listen to this verse in 1 John. See how great a love the Father has bestowed on us that we should be called children of God, and such we are. That's 1 John 3, 1. I want to leave you with two of my favorite verses about God's love from one of the best chapters in the entire book of the Bible. And that's in Romans 8. In verse 28 it reads, And we know that God causes all things to work together for good, to those who love God, to those who are called according to His purpose. Every time I am faced with the circumstances that does not make sense, I recite this verse to myself. Doing so reminds me that God, what God wants the best for me. Even though I may be confused at times, I will trust Him. I want to leave you with one final remarkable verse regarding the unconditional love of God found in Romans chapter 8. Listen to these words and meditate on them as you hear them. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. See, it's all come back full circle to Jesus Christ. When he came and gave himself for us, even though we were sinners, what incredible love. I want you to remember that love that God has for you as you go throughout the day. Not only today, but every day. 
throughout the week. And I hope you will remember some of these verses. Look them up when you get home, when you have the opportunity, when you get to the office. Remember how much God loves you and me. And hopefully that will affect how you live each and every day, knowing that you are so loved by someone so amazing. Well, that's all I want to share with you for today. Thank you so much for listening. This is Horace Williams Jr. over at PleasingToThePotter.com. I hope you have a blessed week, my friend. And remember how much God loves you. Take care of yourself, and God bless. I'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye.